on TV, online and on your smartphone. This is Ticker News. Hi there, you are watching Ticker Today. I'm Aaron Young. We are discussing the Australian RBA's recent interest rate pause and what it means for everybody. For more, we're joined by Angus Kidman from Finder. There'll be a lot of happy people out there at the moment who are homeowners, but what does this say about the state of the economy that the Reserve Bank is so worried about what lies ahead that they don't feel that they can raise interest rates at a time where inflation is still really high? Well, it's a really tough balancing act, I think, there for the RBA. They've been very clear that they would like to see inflation rates come down. So while this month we didn't see a rise, yeah, the expert consensus is we're going to see at least one, probably two more rises before the end of the year. So the pain for your mortgage holder is by no means over. And the question of whether any of this will actually make a difference, whether it will actually deliver that economic out that the RBA is looking for is a really open question because we've had, you know, a dozen of these, you know, rate changes, but it hasn't actually had the desired result yet. It hasn't been driving things down. So at some point, the question will come up, okay, do you know, if the approach is not working, why do you keep doing it? You might have to think about doing something different. So I think we're going to be in for a messy and potentially drastic kind of six months dealing with that. Yeah, how drastic do you think and drastic for who? Drastic for homeowners or drastic for us in the economy? Um, I think drastic for both. So the reality is that there's a lag effect. So when the rate changes happen, it doesn't immediately hit most householders. They get the first one, they can maybe absorb that, they get the second one. We're really at the point now where we're starting to see people fall off the mortgage cliff from the rises that happened six months ago. Like we're really seeing an increase in the level of people who are saying they're stressed out and they can't pay their mortgage. We track that at Finder and we've been seeing it going up consistently across the six months. So the thing is, you can hit a tipping point where even if the rates don't change, for the next little bit. Even if we don't see that alteration happening, people are going to start actually suffering, actually saying, well, I can't pay this anymore. I can't get access to refinancing. We've also seen those figures go up. Something like 20% of people who want to refinance are just told, oh, no, you won't be able to service that. We're not going to do it. So I think that is going to, that's happening now. That's going to happen regardless Isn't of what the next couple of rate rises You up. won't be able to service <laughs> that. We're not going to be able to do that. We won't refinance. But the reason you were trying to refinance was so that you would easily be able to service it. Is that not the banks or the financial lenders essentially cutting off their nose despite their face? Potentially, yes, because ultimately, yeah, you want to maintain that. But I think one of the other complicating factors here has been that, you know, during the pandemic, we had a, you know, a fair amount of leniency going, lots of people who were able to pause, you know, alter their mortgages in some way. But to some extent, I think the banks have exhausted their capacity to do that or their willingness to do that. Given the level of profit at the banks, I think the capacity is probably still there. But there's definitely this thing that people just feel they're, they're trapped. What are they going to do? They can't refinance. They can't afford the current payments. If they can't persuade their bank to do something different with that, then they feel like they've got no other option than to sell, and that's not necessarily going to help them. So I think we are, yeah, we really are hitting in terms of the consumer issues. In that we're in that space now, and it's going to be like that for the next six months, even if there's not a single you know, other thing, and even if eventually we actually see those rates start to fall. To some extent, the damage has been done now. Yeah, it's such a good point, and it seems to be almost like the worst possible scenario. You've got... Um you know, interest rates hitting 4%. You've got people still out spending, maybe on services, not on products we don't really know yet. There's a lot of uncertainty about what might happen in the next few months and the ongoing concern that we are being slept walked, pushed into a recession. They don't want it to be too heavy, which is why they're waiting. 
But they do need things to change. The unemployment rate is still um, above the lowest point that they want it to be, right? So it's still at a point where they want more unemployment. They want more people able to find work in the market. But the unemployment rate, as you and I know, is a really shocking way to tell how many people don't have a job because that's not the question. It's are you looking for work? And during COVID, so many people went, I'm done. Retirees, people on the verge of retiring said, I'm out of here. Young people went, see ya, I'm off to Europe for six months, don't care, got enough money, may not come back. Indeed. And I think that's, there's this growing sense that we don't quite know how the levers work. Right? Traditionally, these models have worked really well and we've been able to keep things under control. But yeah, the reality is that we don't always know how those things are going to work. Then yeah, The economy changes in unpredictable ways. And right now, there seems to be this growing sense that, okay, these things are not doing what we want to do. And it does seem you know, a little bit mad to keep going, oh, well, we'll just keep doing the same things like this and hope that that's going to make a difference because it feels like it's not changing the economy and it's ruining people's lives. There's a limit to how long that can go on for. And there's a political limit to how tolerable that's going to be for the current government. So there is going to be a moment, certainly, when something drastic is going to have to happen, probably even to create the impression of you know taking some action because right now, well, the drastic action there is are very usually... few people who feel satisfied with the outcome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, the drastic action is usually people say we need more money in our pockets and then the government comes along with a stimulus payment which we can't really afford that's how we got into this huge debt mess um, and obviously the concern is that a stimulus payment then adds uh, to inflation indeed so whether or not that will happen we don't really know i think the symbolic drastic action that's increasingly being anticipated is okay you've got to have someone whose head you're going to chop off so they're going to get philip Lowe out of the rbi and say right your time is up like when we survey economists about this 80 percent of them say they reckon he'll be gone by the yeah, end of right. the year so well, whether that actually makes a difference we yeah. don't know but it's, i feel like that's going to be the first symbolic action we see of sort of saying okay we want to change this, but if we don't change the rules, if we put yeah. in a new governor, but they still want the same levers, will doesn't change. make any difference. Exactly. <laughs> Angus Kimmon, got to yeah. leave it there. Really appreciate it. Thanks so much for your time. My pleasure. And that is a program for now. For more, head to tickernews.co. See you soon.